Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. You want your team to be super efficient. They know what they have to do. They're not wondering what they need to pick up. And it's boom, they get there. They're already working it. You've got a super, super efficient crew that is going to make a lot of money. You're listening to Estimate Rocket Radio, the hassle-free online software for service contractors that keep your business running from lead to pay. We want your business to grow, so we make it easy to get your job done. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. My name is Kathleen. I'm the director of sales here at Estimate Rocket, and I am always joined by my very dynamic co-host, Chris Shank. He is the leader of education and engagement here at Estimate Rocket. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm doing great, Kathy. I am so excited, and I know you are too. We have a really great podcast for you today. We have Tom Dros. Tom is our founder and CEO here at Estimate Rocket, and Tom is just a wealth of great information. Uh, to give you some background, Tom has been a software architect and engineer for over 25 years. He has not owned just one hugely successful business. He has owned two in his career. He gets real uh, tingles up and down his spine by giving people a raving fan experience. Talking with Tom about to-do checklists. Hey, let's face it, people in general nowadays, we have way too much to remember. We need to outsource some of that brain work to lists, processes, software, tools, anything that we can get to help us remember things that we need to remember and do the things we're supposed to be doing. We're going to talk about some of that today with Tom. We try to steer away from just being a commercial about something in Estimate Rocket, but it is a great tie-in today to us actually providing that tool of a to-do checklist in our software. So we'll talk about that a little bit, how that works, but hopefully you can learn today what attributes your tools should have that help you keep track of what you're supposed to be doing, where you're supposed to be, and when. Hi, Tom, and welcome to Estimate Rocket Radio. Hey, Kathy, it's great to be back with you. Okay, so we have some new stuff that came out in Estimate Rocket. We always have new stuff coming out. Mm -hmm. It's actually hard to keep telling people. It all is. I was just going to say that. You took the words right yeah. out of my mouth. It's so hard to keep up with. It is. And we're always telling people about all the stuff that we have, but no, we're always trying to say, hey, but this is new. So one of the new things that we have a lot of questions about that we're just going to talk about, not just the feature in Estimate Rocket, but the, the reason that this is important for companies just in general, no matter what software you're using, but uh, it's to-dos, to-dos. It's kind of like a checklist of tasks. But Tom, I'm going to ask you, uh, what are to-dos in Estimate Rocket? And I, somebody even asked me if that's Spanish. <laughs> There's a lot of different spellings and conjecture on you know, how to-dos are spelled. Anyway, we're going to focus on the, what we all think of when we hear the word to-do uh, is uh, a list of things to do, a list of things we have to get done, a list of tasks, or uh, and usually those tasks have uh, the, the three W's associated with them, the who, what, and when's. Who's going to mm -hmm. do it? What are we going to do? 
And when are we going to do it? As you mentioned that, Tom, I think there's nothing more satisfying than checking off a to-do, right? That big green check mark. Very true. It's a very, very comforting uh, <laughs> uh, thing to do. <laughs> it's very dis- disconcerting when you don't get to check off any of your to-dos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's an important thing. <laughs> so I know the obvious, but why do teams need a to-do list? Why is that so important? Well, there are certainly some obvious reasons. Um, I think the big, biggest reason for a growing company mm-hmm. is to help reduce chaos. Um, without a list of what things are supposed to be done, it makes it very easy for things to fall through cracks. Um, it it makes it hard for other team members to see where things are at. Mm-hmm. So when you're using to-dos in a project, for example, knowing which things have been done and which things have not been done is very helpful not only to the person they're assigned to, but also to other, you know, observers, to project managers or salespeople or who, you know, other team members that may get a question from the client about this project by having these things, um, you know, documented in a to-do list and being able to see which ones are done and which ones are not done. It really, really helps people to, you know, keep on top of a project that they're not necessarily hundred percent involved in. And Mm -hmm. it probably also streamlines the work for the actual crew leader involved in that particular team for that day, because think about having to go through, say, say a property is, you know, the project has 3000 square feet and think of having your crew in there and having to go through that 3000 square feet with a fine tooth comb every single day to make sure every item has been done correctly with the to-dos it really streamlines the time so that you know in general what's been done and then if they check it off you assume they've done it right but you can do a quick walkthrough and kind of eyeball it rather than scanning that 3,000 square feet every (laughs) single day right it would drive you insane and it would cost so much time for an expensive person like a crew leader. No question about it, Kathy. Again, Mm -hmm. it's all gets back to the organization and uh, reducing that chaos of a lot of things, a lot of moving parts going on at all times. It's really, really becomes a very, a very valuable tool. The other thing that to do's can be used for is actually a supplement to your, to the scheduling tool. Mm-hmm. Um, so to do, because to do is going to have date and times. And when a to do is associated with a project, it also has potentially a location. So it can be, you know, supplement and give you a more granular, uh, scheduling tool. So not only do people know what they have to do, but they know where they're, you know, what location they're going to, they know this, this thing is going to happen at a location. Like you're mm-hmm. going to do this task at this location today. It almost sounds like if people don't haven't seen it in our system, what it looks like, it almost sounds like a checklist of sorts. Is it, is it like that? Uh, it, it has, it definitely has a, you know, completed each to do has a uh, completed flag. So you check it off when it's done. Um, it's, it's a, and it can be used absolutely as a checklist. Uh, it's, it, it, it is, um, but you might also have a checklist within your description of the project. In other words, if this particular, this one particular task has five or things in it, you might flesh out the description of that that list out the specific things that are going to be done in that task. I think this is good 
there is a book out there called the checklist manifesto. And I think what started happening is in like before some surgeries, somebody came up with this idea of like checklists are the only way to not forget very complex information that we can't hold in our brains. You you have to go step by step. There's, I, there's a couple quotes I pulled from this book. Um, one is this, it, he said, man is fallible, but maybe men are less. So let's, let's say a person instead of man is fallible, but people are less. So because as we're pulling our information together, we have more information and we have more people on it. But, but the problem at that point is complexity. So this other mm-hmm. piece kind of brings it together. And he says the volume and complexity of what we know has exceeded our individual ability to deliver its benefits correctly, safely, or reliably. Okay. Now let's bring that to what Kathy was talking about, what you're talking about, production management. There's so many pieces, so many moving parts. And the bigger mm-hmm. your company grows, which everybody wants to grow, you want to scale, you want to make more money, you want more employees. It just gets more complex. And that's why this beast of scheduling and coordination become something, Tom, you've mentioned before, tame the beast. <laughs> you know, it is, <laughs> it is a big, it is quite the beast. And I hear it so from so many people, but this is a way to help break things down, to get all the information in one place that you need, have a very simple process of who it's assigned to, when it's assigned, what exactly, have them check it off. Um, if you don't use estimate rocket out there, you should be using something to break down all these tasks Otherwise, at the very highest level, you're just trusting people's memory, right? You're just, you're trusting. Right. right. And how good is any of our memory? Uh, matter of fact, the more <laughs> the smarter you get, the more information you're bringing in all the time, and it's just getting harder and harder to sort all that out. You you kind of are renting out that brain space to other things. So even if you're super smart, you you need some kind of external hard drive of some sort to help you do all this stuff. Um, and that's what I hope this answers to. Wouldn't you say, Tom? Yeah, uh, it absolutely does. I think uh, you, you talk about uh, checklists. Well, you know, in, in addition to surgeons who brought them partly to make sure they didn't leave anything in the body after they're done with their surgery. Right. Uh, and, and additionally, because they actually did check checklists and inventories. Mm. So everything that came into the room got inventory <laughs> to make on the way out, literally. To make sure no, that, you know, there wasn't a sponge left in because that happened. And, right. and pilots go through the same thing. Pilots right. have a, a checklist that they go through every single time they sit down in the cockpit. And the people who maintain the planes have a checklist that they go through every time a plane comes in, every time a plane goes out. And the, right. you know, those are mm-hmm. obviously for safety reasons, but there's also, um, there's also a good reason for checklists in terms of uh, you know, a- everyday operations, because if nothing else, it becomes a reminder uh, of all the little steps that are involved in what you do, even though you might do it every day. Uh, and, and it helps you remember, you know, it mm-hmm. helps, makes it easier to, to process as a part of your system. Hmm. And in a very simplistic form, I know when I go to the supermarket, if I have a list of everything I need to get, I get it and I'm in and out super quick. If I go right. in without a list, I'm wandering up and down every aisle. I probably buy more things that, and I don't need them. And it, and it's so it's inefficient and it's costing yeah. me more money. Right. And that, 
analogy on its own applies to our service contractors. Yes. You you send your team to a location. If they're sitting in their cars and they don't know what, when they step out of their car, what they're going to do once they're inside, you know, that's, that's not where you want to be with your team. You want your team to be super efficient, to be able to read on their phones or their tablets, what their to-do list is. They know it as they're driving over to the job site. They know what they have to do. They're probably even thinking of ways, well, how could I improve it? Or what can I do to be more efficient as they're driving to the location? They get to the location. They're not wondering what they need to pick up to be mm-hmm to be really efficient. They they have their materialist in their mind already and it's boom, they get there, they're they're already working it and that you've got a super, super efficient crew that is gonna make a lot of money for the company that day. And yeah. you know, it sounds like it's impossible to get that kind of efficiency going, but I think with the to-do list, it's actually super easy. And it's, it could be even um, motivating for the team to know what they're going to be doing before they even step foot there. And motivating as they check it off. I mean, right. you're getting your tasks done. It's not so vague and nebulous that you're like, did I, what did I do today? Or you know, how do you tell people I got my job done when you're not sure, you know, what the job was or they don't know, you know, so that's a really good analogy. I love that. The grocery uh, shopping list. Come on, yeah. man. Women have been ahead of this for like, Eons, right? <laughs> um, but everybody else is Minecraft, men shop too. Men shop too. I know. Yeah, the real, the real important, I think, key there is whether you're grocery shopping or your crews are waiting to get into a property to make sure to start their day and get all their tests done. You're going to have a super efficient and profitable experience, whether you're at the supermarket or whether you're sending your crew out to a job site. Right. So I see the profitability in the job just keeping to increase. And that's one of our biggest focuses in right. Estimate Rocket is uh, profitability in real time. You got to start using them. And it's what, like anything else. You you dive in and you start using them for the key major things and then you know continue on and start using them for more and more things. I also think it's important to remember that uh, in within the line items um, on the work order uh, and within the project, um, there's lots of opportunities for documenting processes. So, in a, you know, there's sort of different levels of to-dos. There's a there's the uh, be at the right place at the right time to do this thing, and then there's the what does this thing consist of in detail. And those are sort of two different elements. Um, one one is uh, one is more of a schedule type item of getting there. The other is, hey, this is these are the this is a specific task or tasks that you need to do, get accomplished when you're there on that visit, and how you should do them. So, Tom, as we talk about the crews, right, and their mm-hmm. efficiencies um, at the job site, what are some of the keys? that you hear from our service contractors to getting them to follow through on the to-dos? I think once you've got them and they're, and they're, you know, clearly uh, displayed for people to see in terms of being, you know, looking at the project and going, Oh, I have to do that today. uh, I think communication is the key. And when we try to help with that in terms of notifying people when they get assigned something uh, to do a to-do task. Um, But, 
it really is, you know, communicating with people how things are wor working and what the process is and what the steps are in general is really, you know, a big part of, of that. We can automate, you know, anything, but if people don't understand it and people aren't trained with it and people don't understand them, realize what the purpose of it is or not educated about the purpose of it, then they still might not do it. So there's an educational component that goes along with this to make sure that that the that the team members understand the why you know why are we doing this? Well, we're doing this to keep customers happy. Well, who cares about that? Well, we care about our customers being happy <laughs> to get continued business so that we can pay our team and have you know happy teams and happy families. Right. And that, and that sounds silly, but it it you know it's an important component of why we do certain things mm -hmm. and why we care about how we do them. You know, as an adult with what I would consider undiagnosed ADD. Uh, I know people throw that around. My daughter is diagnosed with attention deficit disorder. Now mm -hmm. that's probably getting easier for everybody to assume everybody has it just because attention spans are probably getting shorter because of our, it's our own fault. It's our own damn fault with all the things that we have going <laughs> on screens that we're on all the time, whatever. So I don't know what the reason is. All I know is that as I get older, part of the way in which I get smarter, hopefully is I'm not leaving so many details in the dust. Like I, I, I'm making sure I'm trying to be more thorough in, in whatever task I'm committing to in what I tell people I'm going to do, you know, or where I'm going to be. I calendar everything. I schedule everything, you know, project lists, checklists, becoming more and more important, not to just fly by the seat of my pants. You know, I, I think it's just a, a point of maturity and maybe character development to take real responsibility to say, you know what, if I say I'm going to do something, I want to follow mm -hmm. through and do it. So that's what companies are doing. But employees want to do that too. As you gain mastery in your role, mm -hmm. you want to keep getting better and better because then you get promotions. Your job mm -hmm. gets easier. You make mm -hmm. more money. Mm -hmm. It's more satisfying. And that only comes with working harder to maintain the details and not losing them and being thorough. Right. So, you know, I don't know. I just feel like this is a, a point of growing up in a, in a company <laughs> it as is. an employee, as an individual. And so I'm so glad there are technological solutions that doesn't require you to get another app or another piece of software. I mean, I know that this is a little bit, again, we, we were trying not to do the shameless plug for our own software, but it is, we're really excited about it for good reason. Just one other thing to throw in there, Chris, is to-do lists, or, or task lists are not a substitute for training. Mm. So when you think of uh, the military is probably the best example. And I will admit, I have not been in the military, but um, you know, have read about military training. One of the reasons training is so emphasized in the military is when you get out there in the field uh, and there's no time for a checklist. If you don't know what's going to happen and how you're going to do it, when you get there, um, you're, you know, the, the battle is lost. Mm -hmm. So there's a difference between um, the part of, of project management of making sure people know where they're supposed to be and when they're supposed to be there, those types of things, and generally what the task is. But um, it's very important that they already have a good idea of what they're going to do. You know, if they've give, been given a task, they should already have been trained on how to execute that task. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that isn't necessarily part of need. That doesn't necessarily need an additional micro checklist. That's part of their training. Uh -huh. 
where to be is a task that, hey, somebody's got to tell me where to be. Otherwise, I'm not going to know. <laughs> it's so wonderful because we don't get to do this often with our CEO and founder. But Tom, thank you for taking the time today. Chris and I truly appreciate the time we get to spend with you and listen to your words of wisdom. It's always a pleasure to be here and I love our product and our team. It makes me very happy when I get the opportunity. <laughs> I tell people as I travel around, it's a magical moment in time. Yeah, we love talking to you. My pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. This is Estimate Rocket Radio. Join our team at EstimateRocket.com. Podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.